This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, the evil within. You can't run from a nightmare. You know what's weirder than people drinking cow's milk? If there was another animal that drank like other animals' milk, like it ran up on a deer and latched onto it, it was just drinking the shit out of its milk, running like the deer takes off running, the little animal's skull knocking between his knees and shit. What the fuck? Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I'm coming in way out of left field. We got Hot Lana. And I'm Troy. I think. I don't think anyone's th- sure of anything anymore. Yeah, after that after that whole spiel, I'm not sure of anything anymore. What spiel? I blacked out what happened. I clapped <laughs> my hands and here we are. Yeah, because you have magical clapping teleportation powers. What? Exactly. Uh-huh. Where are we at? What are we doing? What are we getting into today? We're getting into the evil within, as suggested by Dummy Act. Dummy Act. Yeah. Most of the Which means if nothing actors. else, this movie will be interesting. Yep. I was going to say about 17 more words that pretty much summed up to that, but that was way more That's right. concise. That's how I describe myself as short and concise. I'll just shut up and look pretty. Mm. Keep, I mean, keep, keep working on it, Brett. I doubt either of those are going to happen. What? <laughs> exactly. So at the beginning of the book, uh huh. we all know. Do we? I mean, I, I had a dream like this once. <sighs> so this one starts off. Sitting on this couch is a headache. Uh-huh. Read your book! I was actively doing it before you shouted to do it. hesitated too long. I already decided I was angry before you started. Please, Chris, allow me to interrupt you so I can yell at you for allowing me to interrupt you. May I? Not that it matters if I'm doing it or not, I guess, but... You're grown. Do what you want to do. So, anyway. We meet up with, uh... First of all, there's, like, no... Finally! There's no... Opening credits. This movie is just like title bam. Yep, shotgun blast yep. right in the face. Big old, yeah. big old bunch I mean, of images. No one cares who's in this movie or who made this movie. It's a fucking movie. Watch it and enjoy it, assholes. Yeah, yeah. Credits are for the last twenty or thirty years of film. And we uh, we meet up with a uh, unnamed narrator at the moment. The young boy. Let's call it disembodied voice. So disembodied voice says, I have had these dreams ever since I was a young man. Hey, here's one. It's about a weird desert carnival. Yep. That's where the carnivals are had. It's the Tucson County Carnival. And uh, All the prizes are tumbleweeds. Mm-hmm. And him and, his, him and his mom ride the scariest horror ride ever, apparently. I don't know, like, like so yeah, so it's like it's a quote unquote haunted house ride, but yeah, you know, where you get into like the the motorized little electric car and it takes you through the the haunted house, but the the doors opening and closing like that is like a super strong memory for me from an amusement park I used to go to, and man, did that send shivers down my spine just because it was a total sense memory for me. The closest I like I've it. ever seen is Phantom Theater. And we just went there to do drugs. Yeah. I mean... I mean, Brett, did you talk about doing drugs while there's literally sirens going off outside the house? They don't know. I think those are fire sirens anyway. Yeah, it's just somebody dying or whatever. Yeah, it's just dying. Okay. I'm just saying. (laughs) You need more sirens where you live so you can learn them. Well, I I'm about a half mile from a police or from a fire station, so I do get the occasional uh, fire truck roaring by. Nope, that sounded like pandemonium. So let's go on and talk about our movie and drugs and doing them. Chris apparently. was talking about doing drugs. Yeah, I mean, is is Cat P a drug? 
I mean, if you roll it up and smoke it. Eddie, I, oh, okay. I it depends no. on how you're doing it. Woo. Okay, dodge oh. that bullet. I can't stress <laughs> enough, don't drink it. Chris just inserts it anally, that's all. Yeah, suppository style, baby. That's how I yeah. roll. Butt he soaks tampons and cat pee and shoves them up his ass and gets high. Welcome to buttchuggingcatpeeprincess.com. <laughs> Find us on slaughterhouses. Uh, but speaking of houses... There's the Haunted Howls ride. Oh, yeah. We watched that film. Let's get back to that. Where's the book? And it's, uh, the ride's real short. About it's a dark blink. the entire way, which I thought was awesome. One blink. Yeah. And disembodied voice, who is a child in this instance, is like, that was lame. Yeah, that was whack, Mom. Why wasn't that scary enough? How come it wasn't scary enough? It wasn't too scary. Why wasn't it scary? Yep. Well, and, and, so, then, uh, and then the Corinthian asks him, why do you think you're not you're out of the house haunted house yet? Yeah. And then her eyes is mouth. Yep. What the fuck? That that's why I called her the Corinthian, Brett. I don't you need to read some Sandman. I didn't I don't know what that means. I thought that's what you meant, but I figured I would just scream her eyes yeah. was mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh because Neil I Gaiman sure, but I didn't did, want to sound stupid and not say anything. Yeah, Neil Dave Gaiman did these graphic novels entitled Sandman. And you, what channel is that on? You should read them. Read? Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, you you know when we watch a movie with the words? And you words. got you gotta make the words into your brain. Brain? Yeah. And, and you're watching yeah. a movie in a book? Books. Movies yeah. are twice as fast as books. We all know that. I don't know. American Gods, I think the show's gonna take me longer to watch than it did to read the book. Brett, thoughts? Movies are yeah. twice as fast as books. We all know that. <laughs> well, I didn't ask for <laughs> relevant or good ones. I guess that's on me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, be more specific, Chris. And, he, and then he wakes up. Be more specific. Yes. Yep. He wakes up in creepy basement. Or wait, yeah. does he? No, he's having one of those sweat dreams, I think. No, he wakes yeah, up it, in his room. Yeah, sweating and dreaming. Yep. But he's a grown-up now. Yep. Well, well, kind of. He's kind of like a grown-up with a grown up. like boy's body and face. Uh, he's somewhere between eight and a thousand. Yeah, like, if you want to talk ageless, the dude kind of looks ageless because you can't tell if he's 15 or 50. Yeah. Levantine. And then the uh, the the scary guy. What's his name? The hills have eyes. Yeah. So hills has eyes. Hills. Just say it just like that hills, every single time. Hills have eyes. No. Hills has eyes. Hills has eyes. Hills has eyes. <laughs> so hills has eyes. No. Hills has eyes. <laughs> no, he's Irish. You're not pronouncing the middle <laughs> part enough. I don't, he's awfully gray. I don't think he's Irish. Hills has eyes. Oh well, that's that's borderline <laughs> offensive. Yeah, let's let's go with that. Yeah, let's get let's Wait, get more racist. Borderline that's offensive. What someone besides me. <laughs> How's that feel? Yeah. Uh, anyway, he installs a zipper on the back of yeah, uh, man, that's uh, of now bodied voices body. That's a visual. Yeah. And then he, he unzips him and crawls into. Yeah, he 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 unzips him and then crawls into embodied voice's body. You ever been unzipped? Yes, and. Mm. Perfect. Good yeah. answer. I mean, I did yell that you know the, your flies open at him while that was happening, but it didn't seem to help. I thought about Frank on Always Sunny on that episode when they went to the psychiatrist when he starts screaming, "You've unzipped me." XYZ. Oh, I'm okay. Uh huh. <laughs> Shut it. So anyway, he's in the murder basement now. Yep. With the the mirror. With like the crucified angel on the top of it. Uh, it... And uh, the reflection talks to him. Yeah, and then there's, like, weird shit happening in the background the entire time. Like, there's, like, this, like, nude female torso that starts moving and then just kind of solidifies into a normal mannequin torso. 
you know, weird shit like that. It just oh, kind of looks really cool. This. Uh-huh. And uh, we meet up with his brother, male protagonist. Boondock Saints. Fair enough. I guess so. Yeah. I don't remember him from that movie, but he, I remember that movie. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. He's the one who's not Norman Reedus. Yeah, or Willem <laughs> Dafoe. Yeah. I do remember Willem Dafoe. Or Julie Benz, if you're watching the second one. I like Willem Dafoe because it's implied he bought that uh, like Puerto Steve Rican Buscemi. kid. Right? <laughs> well, that and he gets a shout, It was a firefight! Which is awesome. Oh, uh, Willem Dafoe had a stunt penis. Yep. In, in Yeah, also, in he's Christ. not Il Duce. Stunt erection, let's be more Pacific. Yeah, how the fuck did some Scottish guy get the name Il Duce? Just I don't to completely know. sidetrack this conversation. That's I'm a fair a question. Scottish nameologist. <laughs> we'll add that to the list of things you're clearly not. I mean, granted, if an, if a Scottish guy, okay, I'm sorry, if an Egyptian Spaniard with an Egyptian with a Scottish accent can teach a French Scotsman how to fight with a sword, I guess a Scottish assassin can be named Il Duce. I feel like I'm out of the loop. When did we start talking Highlander. about Egyptian Spaniards it's, it's Highlander. in the book? <laughs> Highlander. I know Highlander. Yes. No, yeah. you don't, obviously. No, I do know Highlander. <laughs> I'll throw that heater at you if you don't get back to your book. <laughs> I mean, Brett's going to do back handsprings through the middle of a uh, parking garage while the sprinklers run if you don't shut the fuck up, Chris. <laughs> I would break my hip trying to do a sit-up. I'm not trying to do any handsprings. But if you don't read the book, okay. I'm going to disembowel you. Hey, hey. I'm sorry. <laughs> Have we digressed enough, Chris? Yeah, yeah. Weightboard okay. is, is required. <laughs> All right. So anyway, way off in left field on that one. Boot Anyway, Boondock Saints. Yeah, get back to what's important, the Boondock Saints. One podcast, two blackout rants. Go ahead, Chris. What? What? I don't, hell, I don't know. Okay, so anyway. Anyway, Boondock Saints wakes up embodied voice. Yeah, and he's like, hey, check out this giant mirror. I got it for you. You know, to ease him into the day. Yeah. Even though he's going to have to move, like, his hamster's habit trails that he's got, like, all over his fucking room. Like, that hamster could spend like three days wandering that maze and never make it back to its food and die. <laughs> yeah, just die of starvation. He's made little yeah. cities within the habit trail. Yeah. And uh He lives like a king <laughs> We learn uh, at this point there thereabouts that uh embodied voice he is uh disabled. Yeah, he suffers from some kind of mental handicap or whatever the proper term for it is. I don't know what the politically correct term for it is. I apologize. If anyone knows, let me know. I'll use it in the future. But I'm going to go with uh, mentally handicapped. And uh, he does not like the mirror on account it was the mirror from the, you know, whole thing where the the hills have eyes. Where he had a freaky fucking dream that scared the shit out of him. Oh, Gee, fever I wonder why he'd be negatively, negatively, have negative feelings towards this mirror, Chris. Could you explain that to me, please? No, it, it okay. came out of left field. Huh? I try to get him to explain anything ever, and it doesn't happen. He just blinks and then falls over. Yeah, I like Very one of them fainting goats. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's a protest or, or what it is, really, but... <laughs> <laughs> he just falls over. So you're kind of usher like now? Hell. Yes. It's like a bowling ball hitting a tile floor. It's It can't be good for his brains. And um, around this time, we meet uh, we meet the girlfriend, Starship Troopers. Excuse me. What you both you both said it something at the same time. I don't know. A lot of people were I saying said, stuff. I said Starship Troopers. I said shitty bitch. Dragonheart would also work. I'll go with Dragonheart because it's a terrible movie. What shitty dragon? Okay. Yeah, there's there's a yeah that kind of has a whole it has Sean Connery in it. Yeah, but that's well, like that's, you're talking like Sean Connery got in trouble for his taxes, needed yeah. to make some money real fast, like some Nick Cage shit. 
I mean, it's no League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, but what is, I guess? Uh, the last movie that Sean Connery ever did. I did some weird animated movie after that. Yeah, that's probably true. Anyway. I'm going to so, scream you cross out if Dragon, you don't start reading that book. All right. Dragonheart anyway. Troopers. And uh, Shitty Dragonheart Troopers. She wants to Boondock get hitched, Saint. but doesn't want to deal with uh, Boondock Saint and uh, Embodied Voice and all that brings to the table. Embodied Voice. So thankfully, I mean, though. Disembodied Voice. It's true, that's the opposite. That's the only reasonable thing to say. But thankfully, the, uh... What, don't fur your brow at me? The social services lady shows up because there was a... There was a tussle over the mirror. Yeah, because... Remember, Chris, um... Boondock Saints was using 50 cent words? Yeah. That, uh... That embodied voice couldn't understand... But was like you're not just because you use fifty cent words doesn't mean that you you know what's right. It just means that you know fifty cent words. Yes, like in the club, magic stick, and shawty, and lollipop, magic stick. Gross. So uh, anyway, who shows up? Yearly Smith, Lisa Simpson. Yeah, Lisa Simpson. Almost Lisa Simpson. So, non-union equivalent Lisa Simpson shows up. <laughs> and she's like, hey, I scaled your privacy gate in order to yell at you. And he's all like, cool, joke cool. The Simpsons joke. Yeah, I know. I like that. And he's like, oh, no, that's cool. Come on in. Yeah, and she's like, there's been reports that you've got lost your temper with embodied voice and have been hitting him. And Boonock Saints is like, say what? Yeah, just because that's an accurate depiction of what happened doesn't mean I'm going to take it. I mean, just because I put him in submission hold doesn't mean I actually hurt him. I barely choked him out. Calm down. I mean, he tapped out and I let go. That's the way it works. And, uh... I stopped after he went limp. And Boondock Saints is like, hey, look... I appreciate the fact that you're looking out for the welfare of, of people who can't look out for their own welfare, but eat a big basket of dicks. See you, bye. Because I'm not putting my brother into some state-run mental facility. If he's going anywhere, he's going into a nice, posh, private one like Martha Stewart would go to. And she's like, well, seems like we solved this problem. <laughs> bye. Bye. That's what I came out here for, to have this weird discussion. Meanwhile, embodied voice is like having a conversation with the person in the mirror who looks exactly like him, but is telling him all the evil things. Yeah. Mirror world Dennis. And so, uh, mirror disembodied, mirror embodied voice is like, hey man, you know what the problem is? The problem is that you're following the rules, man. That's what the man wants you to do. You know what would help? Killing animals, yeah, kittens and such. Although we we did skip over the whole ice cream store. Uh, oh yeah, There's, oh yeah, that exactly. works at the ice cream store. Yeah, yeah. Did she refer to herself as like unnaturally hot or something? Outlandishly, outlandishly hot. I mean, she did appear to have a nice body in the shot, but I was like, hmm. I don't know, like, that a woman would ever say, well, I am outlandishly hot. And if they did, I wouldn't, I would just say, no, that's not, you don't get to make that distinction. No. Also, nobody says that. I mean, I applaud the self-confidence, but I don't tell me how I feel about your body. Only I, I can determine how I feel about your body. I don't even know what outlandishly hot means. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've met Charisma Carpenter in person, and she's approaching outlandishly hot, even though she's like probably in her late forties, maybe fifties at this point. But yeah, I don't know if I've ever met anyone who I quote I would describe as outlandishly hot. But anyway, just yeah, there's some ice cream broad. That's fine. It's it's fine. Yeah. Chekhov's ice cream broad. Yeah. So uh. Embodied voice takes the advice of mirrored embodied voice 
and goes out and kills himself some uh, animals and puts them in a cooler, which is uh, pear scissors. Weird, gross, and also kind of funny. Yep, and unsettling. Yeah. I was wondering how Brett was going to react when they started when he started killing animals, but thankfully they don't show him killing the animals. Oh, don't worry, he reacted. I yeah. still made I, sad little noises when they killed the animals. Yeah, he went, oh. Yeah. Yeah, see, Brett's okay if you kill people, but if you kill yeah, animals, it people. really bothers him. Yeah, I don't like it. And I'm, I'm not actually joking. Brett does not like it when you kill animals. People are assholes. Children, you can kill children all you want. Brett is actually okay with that. Kill animals, it bothers Brett. The hell I am? You were the one who recommended caution children at play. Oh, I did. <laughs> Which is <laughs> literally the point of that movie. And I recommended it because that kid got shot right in the skull. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I was not lying at any point in that statement, Brad. Oh, I know. I know. I wasn't. I didn't say you were lying. I was just like, I needed some confirmation. I forgot. You know, yep. if I ever displayed any evidence about supporting the killing of children. So. Thank and, you. Uh, and I I, I think it mirror uh, mirror embodied voice also convinces him to buy some books on tape about taxidermy, and, uh, and forensic friends. sciences. And butchering. Yeah. And, and he, uh, he takes all the, the stuff down to the secret cellar where he... The prohibition... The prohibition sailor. Blah. Prohibition cellar. Sailor. Prohibition sailor's the worst member of the sailor squad. <laughs> what? It's not even named after a planet. I know, right? That's... It's, it's, she's the worst. Bad translation, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. What? Yeah. And they I'm tried to play him. Uh, yeah, oh. you don't get our six sailor moon bit. <laughs> what? Just just put your tuxedo mask on and go sleep. Okay, I understand that. No, you don't. Nope. No, you, no, you fucking don't. <laughs> Weirdos. Hi, Christian. So, uh, the 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 beard embodied voice is like, hey. You're doing a pretty good job killing those animals. But animals, yeah, but, but animals. body voice is like, but I don't feel any smarter. You told me I'd get smarter if I if I kill these animals because you told me that that they like to tell me rules that are actually lies. But I can show them how smart I am if I actually can determine which rules are lies and which ones aren't. And since people feed me meat that comes from animals, obviously killing animals isn't wrong. So if I kill animals, I can prove to them that I know which rules are real, which ones are fake. And that proves that I'm smart. But I don't feel smart. No one's treating me like I'm smarter. Yeah. You know, I told the cops that they didn't buy it. And it, well, was, probably, a, it was a they, hell of a process. I mean, if it was, if you were in Middletown, they probably just assumed you're on meth and just moved you on your way. They don't really bother me in Middletown. I don't have a needle actively dangling out of my arm, so they don't badger me too much. Yeah. I mean, if you can actually drive... And not swerve all over the place. You're doing better than 95 percent of the population. Look at me, top fiver. Who knew? Nah, man. Oh, sorry. Brett's part of the five percent. <laughs> and uh, that's what they say. So, mirror embodied voices like, "Hey, look, buddy, that was just step one. You're not going to get smarter just because you murdered some chihuahuas." What you need to do now... Do you know what will get you crazy smart? You know how you eat... Eating tacos? Because yo quiero Taco Bell. Nice. You know those younger, smaller, weaker humans? Yeah. They feed those to you occasionally. Yeah. They don't tell you, but it's cheaper that way. Yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. (laughs) Yeah, thanks a lot, Obama. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know know that quote-unquote veal you had the other day? That was Vicky. That was Vicky. That was human children. It was little yep. Timmy. Little Rudiger. And so, uh, mirror and body voice is like, what you need to do is kill some kids. Because obviously, and he's like, eh, I don't know. That seems suspect. He's like, look, it's, it's almost dawn. Doesn't sound right. You gotta murder kids before dawn, after dawn. Well, in that case. Mm. I mean, because they have to be dead by dawn. Yeah. So he, uh... Time. Dead by daylight. In an effort to cover up his crimes, he heads to the park in broad daylight and abducts a child by knife point. 
what seems like to be the next afternoon. Yeah, it's well, weird. But, but the way they shoot it, you're like, did that actually happen or was it a dream? And then they uh, show him throwing children into the into the freezer. Say, was, like the, the dead body-sized chest freezer. You're like, oh, I guess that was freezer. not a dream. No, nah, he killed that kid. And uh, as all the child murder goes on... Uh, Murdidly Erdler. I told you that shit was going to happen. You did. I did, too. I mentioned it. He said the word murder without diddly Erdler. When we at, at, least, the movie. at the very least, like, say murder late, Chris. You, man. you can't be amateur hour in that shit when we're on the fucking when we're on the I mean, waves, bro. If you want to see minus, at least say murder late. Yeah. Nah. The gutty works here and there. Get it together, Chris. God damn it. Topical. Yes, other things we've said before on the podcast. <laughs> I can't say you're... Blunderbuss surplus. <laughs> period money and period weapons. Uh, that stuff you did with that guy behind that shell station? PJ Harvey did that. I did not do that. <laughs> but that's your doc name, Chris. Name Shut up. When you'll address him as such. <laughs> uh, Chris fact flashback. Hey, you know another Chris fact? Quit reading your book. Oh. Get back to your book reading. Oh, fair enough. What? What are you doing? I almost broke everything. <laughs> you did almost break everything. It's because of my <laughs> drunken violence. Come on, Chris, go ahead and read your book, friend. So, uh, friend. <laughs> disembodied uh, mirror Please. voice is like, hey, look, I'm gonna level no. with you. Em- embodied mirror voice. Fair enough. If you don't get your shit together... Uh-huh. You're gonna what? God damn it, Chris. Wayne. Uh, okay. It's not like you haven't done this for almost 300 episodes, Chris. Come on. <laughs> so, uh, he's like, look, here's the problem. Funny story. You know the creepy monster guy? That's me. I'm fucking Legion, apparently. Yeah, and he's been having, like, these weird visions about, like, the Hills has eyes, like, pulling his like biting the flesh off of his fingers and leaving the bones behind and things like that. Like on oh, the mirror maze, that mirror maze is pretty cool. Yeah. I like that part where he ate his fingers. I I just described that, Brett. I know I was listening and enjoying it. I wanted okay, to wait good. till later to remark. I didn't want to be rude. Like Chris. And other things we've glossed over is that, um, Boondock Saints has gone to the psychiatrist at least once. Because he was tripping. The guy who looked kind of like the dude from Colin Mockery from uh, Whose Line Is It? But it's not actually him. Like uh, Bill O'Reilly with more hair. He's like a mockery of Colin Mockery. Bill O'Mockery. There you go. Uh Say it! It. Thank you. I've been waiting. Uh, man, now I have a sudden urge to have an orgy in a sewer. I don't know what's going on. Okay. I mean, a different response. <laughs> yes. Yes, quite. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, mirror-embodied voice. is like, you're doing good. You murder dogs and kids. That's a fine first step. But if you really want to get smart, the trick is to start killing people you're close to. Let's start with that ice cream broad. And he's like, well, I don't know. And embodied uh, mirror voice says, well... No, you do know you're going to kill her. Turns out chicks really dig being murdered. Oh, well, yeah. let's put it that There's way. There's nothing hotter than being killed by someone. So he uh he heads to the ice cream shop where there's... Uh, That's more of that 50 cent talk. Yeah, Going to the ice cream those, shop. those 50 cent words Chris is using. Something, something magic stick. In the club birthday shoddy. Yeah, all those classics. Don't you ever <laughs> tell me how to live my life. I wouldn't dream of it. I'd hope not, because it's weird. Yeah. Yeah! Great, I mean, Chris. Otherwise, Chris gives really bad advice. Intentionally. He's like, come on, Brett. Look at that pile of loose razor blades. Yeah. Nah, bro. Broken glass only hurts when you eat it. This is pretty lit, fam. <laughs> so, uh, he heads to the ice cream store where he, uh, 
convinces her to write what appears to be a last will and testament. Well, yeah, because he's like, because he can't read because he's mentally handicapped. And and then he's like, can you write a note for me so that my brother can read it to me later? And then he dictates to her her last will and testament about how she wants to go on a date with him. And she's kind of like, oh, I thought this was cute until I realized you're trying to hit on me and I'm not into you. And he goes like full incel on her. Him's got mad. Yeah. And he, uh, he storms out, but then comes back in through a window in the back and hides in the thing he hides in? Like the, like the, yeah, the ventilation hood. And he comes flipping out in some non physically possible manner. And it was a ninja attack. And then he, and then he chases her out the front of the store with a knife where she gets final destination. Yeah. Got Molly Waltz by an auto gyro. He got mean girled. Hit by a car. And, uh, that too. That, that really breaks him up. So, uh, he heads home. And, uh, and meanwhile, um, Dragonheart Troopers goes out to dinner with Boondock Saints. Yeah, and he hits her with the fake proposal earrings. Well, because he's like, yeah, I totally want to get married. And she says something, and then he's like, hey, what's that behind you? Is that Godzilla? And she's like, what? And he sticks a jewelry box on her plate. So what the fuck do you think she thinks that is? And she opens up, and it's earrings. And she's like, you fucking asshole. He's like, what? You love these earrings. And she's like, we were just fucking talking about marriage, and then you give me a jewelry box. What the ever-living fuck? Yeah. They're, he's like, oh, I love you. I want to spend my life with you. I want to marry you and be the father to your children. Oh, here's this box. It's full of earrings, because fuck you. <laughs> yep. But, like, it kind of has this vibe where she, it feels, not feels, it's pictured like she's trying to, like, trap him into marriage. Like, That's weird. This, this is the misogynistic portion of the movie. Yeah. In other words. Also, within this scene, this is why I refer to her as the shitty bitch. Because she uh, talks about the uh, embodied voice being a baby. Yeah. And, uh, yeah I said, she's like, I want to have your babies. And I don't mean your younger brother. I think I called her a cunt when we were watching the movie, but I decided to go with shitty bitch for the... The film, but I mean, until now, it didn't. I mean, <laughs> I mean, hear you next Tuesday just doesn't make any sense. And uh, hunt because that, that's when we release our, our, our episodes is on Tuesday nights. Yeah, it's a, a thing. It, yeah, anyway, what yeah, hear, hear you next Tuesday, hunt, yeah. And somehow or another, First name Mike. they've reconciled and decide that old uh, embodied voice, he gets to pick the night's events for a reason. Yeah, they're like, yeah, because they're like, you know what? We're going to be nice people and like, we can do whatever you want, embodied voice. Congratulations, you like. this day of the week. And you get to so pick. So he decides to go to Captain Long John Chuck E. Cheese's. Yeah. yeah what we call it, uh, Something about Red Lobster and Showbiz Pizza. Yeah, so they had to fucking oh, so nightmare. Yeah, yeah, showbiz uh, Pizza is. Yeah, yeah. There was definitely <laughs> a uh, a Long John's vibe that's, with the with the paper hats yeah. and all that. That's because we're all like, old, Troy. Yeah, the Rock of Fire explosion. Yeah. Yeah, man. I had a forty-five of their music. <laughs> that's terrifying. Uh, you should yeah. look them up on YouTube and see what the guys that made those things are doing with them now. I know. I just, I just, because Showbiz Pizza to me was like a, like, that was in Des Moines, Iowa. The only one I ever heard of. I heard about one in Minnesota years later. But I thought it was just like a very, like, small area of the country Ah. that had Showbiz Pizza. But apparently Ohio did too. 
Yeah. Was, yeah, there's one. So I don't remember where the hell it was. It was down in Cincinnati somewhere. Was it? I oh, man, I remember when like they turned ours turned into a Chuck E. Cheese. I was so angry. Yeah. It wasn't the same. It wasn't nearly as, you know, nightmarish. It was like, it was like when fucking Carl's Jr. bought Hardee's. That was the worst. Uh, first world problems, am I right? I like cheeseburgers. Oh, no, no. Hardee's fucking roast beef sandwiches. Mm. Hardee's roast beef sandwiches. Yeah. Or their, or their, uh, their sourdough, San Francisco sourdough sunrise sandwich for breakfast. Yeah. I'll give you that. I don't remember yeah. that one. So anyway, they're at Nightmare Seafood Terror Restaurant. <laughs> With uh, Octopus Drum Player. Yeah, and, and horrible alien band. Horrible Melty Man Gordon's Fisherman guy. I thought it was that guy yeah. they killed in that... Uh, no, it was like... When they killed him last summer. Jack... It was like Jack Skellington as the Gordon Fisherman. <laughs> yeah. So for the kids. Jack yeah. Fisherston. Gordon Skellington. What the hell's going on? Uh, the <laughs> apocalypse, I guess. I guess so, man. Cool. You're under arrest, Brett, for smoking all the drugs. Sirens keep going away from the house. Well, you're under arrest for smoking the drugs places other than Chris's house. Whoa, dude. That's wild, yeah. brah. You're everywhere and nowhere all at once. Oh, I already knew that. Yep. So um, Hardly nowhere. They uh, they're hanging out at Dead the pizza inside, joint. Some would call it. And uh, embodied voices like, "Man, I gotta hit the head. I got pissed like a fucking motherfucking racehorse." Which apparently is code for murder a guy. Like racehorse. Yeah, yeah. Like he just opens up a stall and just like goes to town on this guy. I mean, and by go to town, I mean. Stabs him a lot with a knife. Yep. Not like does weird sexual things. I've been peeing wrong my whole life. Well, not weird, but just doesn't do sexual things. He does murder lady things instead. Yeah. And then throws him out a window. Yep. Well, because you got to dispose of the body. And what better way to dispose of the body than just throwing it right next to the building that was murdered in? I'm sorry. Murderedly erdlered in. Yeah, I told you Troy was going to go off on us for that shit. Fair enough. So, uh, murder. And then who should appear? Well, good old mirror embodied voice. And they have a chat about, you know, murder and stuff. What, Chris? I'm not saying it. I never said it. I ain't saying it now. (laughs) Murdiddly Erdler and stuff. Chris needs to be yelled at. And an embodied voice is like, eh. He likes it. I don't care for this. I'm getting out of here. And as soon as he leaves, he sees uh, the ice cream lady, and she's all like, hey, remember how I got murdered? Uh, most of my bones are smashed up, but my my skin's holding me together. I look like uh, people, yep. right? I'm going to take all yeah. my clothes off. I got these weird boobs. <laughs> and then she and then she's like, yeah, see, I have no clothes, and all, the only thing holding me together is my skin, and since skin doesn't maintain, like, rigidity... I'm just going to collapse on the floor now. Oh, there we go. And she turns into the Grudge Monster. Dude, she turns into, like, Super Grudge Monster 2000 because she was double backwards, I suppose? Yeah, she goes, like, uh, full, like, in the mouth of madness on him. Yeah. Yeah, and chases him down the hall. It's one of my favorites. But then he wakes up, yeah. and it was all just a dream, I suppose? I mean, did he, like, piss his pants in the dream? A fever mare. He might I mean. Because I've heard about people having dreams where they were going to the bathroom and they woke up and they'd gone to the bathroom. I, I've just heard about dreams like that. I yeah. don't want to talk about it. Heard about. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the next day, old uh, Starship Troopers, or whatever his name is. Dragonheart Troopers. Her name? Yeah, Dragonheart Troopers and Boondock Saints. Well, first, Boondock Saints wakes up, and he's like, Hey, you smell like shit. Take a bath. <laughs> I believe his <laughs> words were you're a little ripe, but... <laughs> yeah, to embodied voice. Yeah. You smell like a feces. But then they both wake up and don't have any recollection of it, but they do. Well, no. She kind of has recollection of it, but he has zero recollection of it. 
And they uh they go to their their usual haunts to get coffee at the ice cream store like you do. Yeah, and there's Every the woman they Every time that I've think? ever gotten coffee, I've demanded to go to the local ice cream parlor. I mean, I they don't know where like Jamocha almond coffee. fudge. It's kind of like coffee in ice cream form. <laughs> and the uh, the lady there is like, I'm not, I'm not the one girl. She got murdered by cars. I'm not outlandishly hot. I'm just not hot at all. Yeah. Why did you yell at him, Troy? Well, I mean, I don't want people to think that I'm outlandishly hot. Diddly Erdlerd! I mean, I realize that my uh, my my voice is extremely sensual, but um, sensual. I I mean, I am not actually outlandishly hot. I am I am not hot I, at all. It's arousing. Also, Chris should have said murderly Erdlerd by cars. He sucks his own farts through a garden hose, and then he gets boners from it because he gets fart boners. And if he doesn't, want you say something about it? Chris, what I thought, anything? Fucker, can't Please, rebu- your rebuttal, Chris? It sounds like he's got nothing. I'm no, pretty okay. sure. So, okay, we, since we've established that, they, uh, they're like, man, it's really weird. Like, ice cream lady is not ice cream lady anymore. We should go get lunch. And so they go to the one outdoor restaurant they've ever been to and they think that they see a psychiatrist guy but it's it's not psychiatrist guy who is it it's the big weird guy everybody else looked dead he's from like house of a thousand corpses brett come on yeah and the coma white video Mm -hmm. it's tiny yeah i think i think he's also in carnival and all I could think of was that bit in The Simpsons with the guy in the car. This is the largest auto that I could afford. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Should I therefore be made the subject of fun? <laughs> yeah, so there's like, instead of a psychiatrist, everyone. it's a giant dude who is like, Let's laugh at him. Are you calling me a freak? Because I will crush your head. Yeah, thanks for walking up on me in the middle of my delicious meal, you fucking fuck. Now you guys see what my life is like. And so, uh... I mean, you crush lots of people's heads, Brett, really. I do it intentionally, like I go after people, but it's it's kind of the same. Okay. I, this is my skeptical voice. A lot more aggressive. Other and so they're like, it's fucking weird. Like, everybody we think we know isn't who we know, and no one we know we have we actually seen today. So, oh, hey, dude, that's bookstore guy. Fuck you, shirt. What? His they have like a shirt that fuck you on it? I didn't look at his shirt. Yeah, his shirt, his shirt said, said fuck, fuck you. you. That's awesome. We yeah, talk about yeah it is pretty good. Name change the name of the podcast to fuck you so that we can have those shirts for the podcast. <laughs> I I like my Slaughterhouse Princess shirt. Thank you very much. I also like mine, but I still want a shirt that says fuck you. It's Every time lot. I wear it, I kind of secretly hope that someone stops me. He's like, Slaughterhouse Princess, I love that podcast. And I'm like, really? Because I'm Troy. And I'm I like, would. like, no way. But that, that just probably never actually shit happened. and piss myself at the same time and just fall over. I, don't I mean, know the I chances of me just running into one of the hundred people who listen <laughs> to this podcast are not very large. One of our tens of listeners. Yeah, but there's always I still mean, always a thought I guess in the back of your head. There's Dairy Tech, actually, who doesn't live too far away from me. So maybe I should just wander into uh, his place of employment at some point. But hi, Dairy Tech. What's up? Where you been at, dog? I I think he he's offered to take me to go see the Exorcist stairs if I give him a T-shirt. But I have not taken him up on that offer yet. So I need to do that at some point. I just don't want to have to add him to the Plovdiv Memorial plaque. Exorcist stairs. Yeah, the exorcist stairs in DC, like not terribly far from where I live. I mean, I've never actually been to them. Charlie from Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm sorry, but Charlie from Horror Show Hot Dog has been there. Princess. But I have not. I'd love to Charlie on Slaughterhouse Princess. He'd hate it. He would definitely not enjoy himself. <laughs> what, is he not like <laughs> but we love, but but we love Charlie anyway. We do. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's people. That well, Josh I mean, guy on the other at hand. least one. He's at least one person. 
Good people are... But anyway, so fuck you, bookstore guy. Ah. He's like, hey, I got them books for uh, Embodied Voice. And uh, Boondock Saints is like, yeah, you made that mistake the other day. He's like, yeah, mistake. Yeah, let's not let's not be, uh, you know... Too hasty. Let's be real vague about this so we can set it up oh. for the obvious thing that's going to happen in a minute. And he's like, cool, cool, yeah. we'll do that. Yep. Let's, uh... Let's go over here. Me and uh, me and Dragonheart Trooper are gonna come over here to have some uh, plot exposition. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because you gotta have a little bit of plot exposition, or else you'd have a good movie. And so they uh, they they hit you with the what a twist moment. What a twist! Where it turns out that. Embodied voice used to be super smart, like crazy smart, like borderline terrifyingly smart. Like, like super me. Einstein Jesus. Yeah. And one day... I He's saying yeah to me, not to you, Brett. Yeah, definitely not you. Me am smartest. Yeah, you are so smart. S-M-R-T. S-M-R-T. I mean, S-M-A-R-T. And, no, uh, there's no A, it's smart. So Boondock Saints is like, uh, this one time when we were kids, I punched him down the stairs and broke his brain when he didn't have oxygen for an hour. Yeah. He's like, I guess it's my fault. And I'm like, yeah. In uh, a way. <laughs> I guess so. You did, you know, kill his brain from oxygen yeah. deprivation. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure that like most siblings have fought at some point in their lives. But a very, 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 very small percentage of them have, like, mentally damaged each other. <laughs> well, I mean, like, mentally damaged I mean, or psychologically damaged? I mean, neurologically, neurologically damaged each oh, other. okay. Yeah, I mean, not the normal years of painful yeah. therapy stuff. Nah. I mean, emotional damage does last a lot longer than physical damage, unless it's to your brain. And, uh... But that, that lasts longer. And Dragonheart Troopers is like, hey, that's cool. I'm going to leave now. Because I got a poop, I think, from pizza was the implication. I got the pizza poops. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go to your house and take a shit. Because why would I poop in my house? Wait, I don't want to clean that toilet. And uh, fuck you bookstore guy comes up and he's like, man, how fucking doped up are you right now, dog? Because you look like you're fucked. And he's like, eh, what? Let's talk about the book thing we we delayed earlier. He's like, yeah, yeah, right. Turns out that a uh, embodied voice has a bunch of weird books on tape because this was yeah. filmed in two thousand two originally. Yeah, like about taxidermy and forensics and butchering. Yeah, and, and how murder makes you smarter. Yeah, and uh, say, murder, murder. It's good for your brains. And that, of course, gets Boondock Saints to put it all together, where clearly his brother is a murder monster. And his girlfriend, not yet fiancé, has just headed to that house to take a massive shit. Piece of shit. So he uh, hails a cab from the sidewalk and gets yep. in the front of it, which is a, a faux pas. Yeah, I mean... Even Deadpool gets in the back. I mean, he may crawl into the front later, but he always enters through the rear of the cab. I felt like that was weird. Yeah. And he tells he tells fuck you bookstore guy to call the police cuz there's a there's a crime in progress at his house. How does fuck you bookstore guy know where he lives? Yeah. He just called the cops. He's like, "Yeah, I don't know. This doped up the guy was yelling about crimes in progress. Where does he live? I don't know. A house, I guess." Couldn't tell you. Yeah. Try the Getty Mansion. Maybe that's where it's at. So he, uh, he, he is off, but he gets stuck in traffic. You know, yeah, for plot it's convenience. L fucking A. But meanwhile, Dragonheart Troopers made it home. And, uh. The poop. Pizza poops. At this point, the, uh, mirror embodied voice has switched places with embodied voice. Yeah, and also throughout this, every time he talks to the mirror, like embodied voice in the mirror in the hallway, where he's got like the whole like mirror face in the mirror makes an infinity hallway type thing. Every now and then, 
like the hills has eyes, like just kills one of the reflections, and you're like, is he killing disembodied voice mirror verse version, like with the goatee or the one without the goatee? Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. It's tripping. So, uh, embodied voice is now stuck in mirror world, and mirror dis- mirror embodied voice is out. Yeah. And uh, the cops showed up with the social worker and made an unlawful search of the house. That shit ain't going to well, stand up in court. No. But he manages to shapeshift a couple of times and take them all out and or capture them. Yeah. And uh, so when Dragonheart Trooper shows up, he gets her with the old, I faked myself in a baby carriage only to jump out with a knife and make it disappear, but then reappear in your sternum. Boogly, you know. boogly, boo! That's what I said when it happened. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And, it is true. And then <laughs> he drills That's a exactly hole in a couple. She like, he like trepans her with a drill a couple times and then shoots a fucking fire extinguisher up through her brainstem out the top of her head just to make sure everything's clear. Yeah. You know what they say, sometimes you gotta drill a couple of holes in their head and then pump them full of fire extinguisher insides. That shit circled around from fucking stupid all the way back to awesome. Yep, it was great. <laughs> I was dizzy by the end of it. It did and it like she three did make times. a great face whenever he was drilling into her brain. I couldn't tell if she loved it or hated it. It was more like she was having a mild facial seizure, which I could imagine happening if someone was drilling into my brain. Yeah, that's pretty consistent. And so, uh, Boondock Saints shows up. That's easy for me to say. Boondock shits? The Boondock shits shits up. Boondock stinks. And he, uh... Hooba Boondock Saints. The Hooba Stanks shows up. Oh, gee whiz. (laughs) And he heads upstairs to, uh, Embodied Voices room where he finds a handgun... And a black ribbon on a board that says, Showtime, one minute. So he heads down to the murder basement by following the ribbon. One minute's worth of ribbon. Yeah, it's one minute of ribbon. I would like one minute of ribbon, please. You know, it's like when you you set the fuse for, like, to blow shit up in a mine. Every Every foot of fuse is like a second. It's the same kind of thing with ribbon. And, uh... Somehow I always knew. He he hits the murder basement and there's a chair and a spotlight, so he has a seat. And he's yeah, treated he get out on it to a real weird vaudeville show. Yeah, it's like a vaudeville like uh, puppet act, you know, yeah. like the what do they call that with the mannequin puppet Ventri- thing? Ventriloquist. There we go. I know English. And uh, so he's got. Dragonheart Trooper, and now she's the ventriloquist dummy. And at first, uh, Boondock Saints is like, haha, how whimsical. Oh, wait, I'm glued to a chair. Then he's like, oh, this is all like deep psychological attacks, and I'm super glued to this red chair. Fuck. Yeah, man, if I pull uh, if I pull my arms off this chair, all my arm hair will be ripped out, and that would be terrible. Oh, this would be mildly inconvenient. No, it looks like a monster. My arms might sting. Yeah, I mean, if I have no arm hair, how are you going to know that I'm a man? And uh, after the ventriloquist act... Adam's apple. ...were treated to the child corpses, reenacting the baseball bat stare attack that made him uh, disabled. Yeah. And uh, the doctor guy's there, who apparently was the doctor guy, who is a psychiatrist slash neurosurgeon? Slash barbershop quartet member? Yeah. Baby on board. Something, something. Burt Ward. Four part harmony. And, uh, it turns out that all of this is a metaphor for how spiders are, are soulless monsters that'll eat people. I'll remember way back in the beginning of the movie, he watched that spider movie. Yeah, yeah. where the the female spider is larger than the male spider, and the male spider has to surprise her with sex, or she'll eat him. The and after they have sex, I she'll eat him anyway. Time. And go. So now uh, there's a big flesh spider monster made, made out of people parts. Yeah, with featuring uh, 
non-union Yardley Smith's head. And, uh... Non-union equivalent. And it's... Sure. it's I'm looks, sorry, I'm just... That's, I don't make up the rules, I just enforce I, I was just agreeing with you, Brett. I apologize for agreeing with you. Oh. I apologize for assuming there was some sort of underlying tone behind your short. I would never be passive-aggressive with you, Brett. Nor would I, Troy. That's good. You're both. You're both doing great. <laughs> and then, uh-huh. well, at least my face doesn't split into like spider mandibles and stuff. Like Chris's. And uh, somehow Boondock Saints gets free and decides the best course of action is to blow the brains out of his fucking skull. I mean, if I was seeing all that shit, I'd be like, "Yeah, my life's fucked. I'm out." Yep, so he gives himself the old private pile. And uh, yeah. then then the spider monster is going to eat mirror-embodied voice, but then the cops show up and don't acknowledge the spider monster, so maybe it's not even there. I'm not sure anymore. Yeah. And then and they, they, they arrest him. Yeah. And apparently he was put on trial, and the judge is determined that since the the mirror version of himself told himself to kill people and that the your image in your mirror is really yourself. He told himself to kill people, so therefore he is a murderer and needs to be locked up. Yeah, so they give him the old straitjacket padded cell mirror room, like you do. Yeah. And then uh, we're treated to the mirror bit, and then we're back to... A regular embodied voice? Who apparently got switched back out at some point, or maybe he well, didn't. It's not en- entirely clear. Because either either mirror, and disemb- either mirror embodied voice said, well, fuck this shit, I'm out, and left embodied voice there, or it was all in his head, his damaged head. And that's the that. End. The evil within. Yep. That's the one. So, Brett, what are your thoughts? Man, uh, a lot of stuff. This movie was fucking crazy. I guess we could start there. I wasn't sure the the opening with the the artsiness and the carnival and all that. I was kind of hesitant on it for about the first five minutes. And then I saw Mouths for Eyes, and I was sold. I like it. I like disembodied or embodied voice Dennis. He's uh, whoever the actor that played Dennis did really well. Playing himself in his crazy, sometimes more lucid self in the mirror world, and it was just a it was a great big mind fuck of a movie, and I can always go for a good mind fuck of a movie. I like it. Mm-hmm. Fame. Okay, that's what I was waiting almost for. Almost lit in half. It was it was pretty good. It was almost full fire festival. <laughs> what a shit show. I don't know what that means. I know you don't. I really liked it. Thank you, dumb <laughs> Is it my turn? I guess so. I wasn't listening to you. Good. I uh I don't know how I feel about this movie. Parts of it are weird and, as the kids would say, problematic. Which kids? I think part of it is the fact that this movie Whoa, is actually r- is older than you would think. It came out recently, but apparently spent a long time after they f- wrapped filming and editing because yeah, of the crazy it, story behind it. It was shot in 2002 and was released in 2017. Yeah, so there's a lot of time that has has passed since then. I think it's worth a watch. So you can make up your own mind. It's interesting. There are a lot of pretty interesting shots. There's interesting ideas here. Some of the stuff is kind of weird. But I say give this one a go. It's... It's an interesting watch, if nothing else. I would not watch it. There's nothing I've seen that really is the same as this. There's a lot open to interpretation. Is it a supernatural horror movie? Is it a movie about a guy's just 
madness taking over him? How much of this is real? How much of this is fake? Is this all just unreliable narrator? I say give this one a go. It's definitely a little bit different than most things. From the way it starts to the way it ends, you definitely end up in a different place than you think you're going to. What do you think, Mr. Troy? Uh, I like parts of things. <laughs> uh, which is to say, there's a lot of this movie that I like. Like the vis- A lot of the visuals are really interesting uh, and really cool. Like the dream, the dream sequences are amazing. And you could definitely tell someone probably had these dreams or dreams very similar to them. And they're like, we're going to make it look this way. And then this is going to happen. And there's going to be this weird shit in the background. And then this is going to happen. And like, you know, it's like the, as, as Dennis asks, asks within the movie, like, you know, if, like our dreams, like my brain, like one part of my brain telling my other part of a brain a story, or is this like something from outside of my brain telling me a story? Because some of this shit is fucked, and I don't want to think about my brain telling my brain fucked stories, and which is kind of an interesting thought. There's there's a lot to like in this, but then there's some really bad parts. Um, some of the, some of the CGI is a little dated again because some of the CGI is from 2002, you know, 17 years ago, and yeah, like there's some misogyny in here and some ableism in here, like because the movie really implies that, um, well, one, the mirror voice, the mirror person literally tells him that if he's not gonna do what he says that he's going to find some other quote unquote retarded person to do what he says and off him while he's at it too. Uh, which yeah, is, is a bit problematic kind of implying. Yeah. And also it's kind of like, well, you don't want to be dumb. Do you, you dummy, you know, you should be, you want to be smart. Don't you like normal people? And it's, that's kind of like granted this character didn't start out mentally handicapped apparently, but at the time you're like, holy shit. Like just people are born the way they are. Like, don't, don't give them shit about it. But that felt like that dude was giving him shit about it. So yeah, I have, I have things I love about this movie and things that really make me feel gross and icky about this movie. But I mean, it's an experience. This movie is definitely an experience. I, I would say watch it. You may not like it. I can I completely understand why you wouldn't like it. I can also completely understand why you would like it. So, you know, just give it a watch. Form an opinion on it. Have an emotional response to a movie. That's what movies are for. So, yeah, do it. Just just watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Right in the throat. Lots of, lots of thoughts and words about that review. So, Brett. So, Brett. What if uh-huh. other uh-huh. people mm-hmm. wanted... Hey, hey, Brett, what if people ask Chris what movie we're watching next week? We'll never find him on the Facebooks because he gets on there every seven years. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. So, so what are we watching next week, Chris? We're watching The Haunted. From? 1995. There you go. Starring? Kate Beckinsale. And and who suggested this one, Chris? Troy did. Hey, that's me. Super fan Troy to Troy. Yeah. We have him on the show sometime. Sometimes. I, I don't know. He's not sketchy. Times. Sometimes. Sounds like he's got knives for fingers. I have knives for toes. Knives for something. Hey, it makes wearing <laughs> shoes difficult. So, Brett, et cetera, so forth. What? Oh, that part that I already fucked up earlier? Yeah, that one. You can find us on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. You can email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us at slaughterhouseprincess.com. Or we're on the iTunes and the YouTubes and the Google Plays. and uh, We're on the Stitcher. We got the, uh, the Reddit SHP Podcast. We're on Twitter, Slaughter Prince. 
store.slaughterhouseprincess.com, patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com, and store.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Good, you said you that twice. You repeated one twice. twice. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's... Discord, Patreon, or store.slaughterhouseprincess.com. That way I can member better. But I think that's all of them. Uh-huh. We come back from the holidays. You have, Brett. What? What? I mean, if you're going to member better, I just, I'm curious how many members you have. I don't want to get into it. So, cool. Come back for the haunted, I guess. Yep. And while other podcasts think about movies, we will drink about movies. We're going to call it the Milk Weasel. Bye. Is is my dick hanging out?